This is episode 415 of The Amy Ayler Show. Take a seat and make your voice be heard. Yes. <laughs> the Amy Ayler Show is especially for powerful women that are ready to stop being so darn hard on themselves, end the cycle of burnout, stop believing that fraud story so that you can rise into a leader that we believe in. Show notes for today's episode can be found at amyaylorshow.com forward slash 415. So I took a little break over the last month to really get through this crazy election cycle that we have been in. It has been a wild ride, to say the least. I needed to take some time for some self-care and also to really put my life force energy behind doing everything that I could to help Biden and Kamala get elected, doing phone banking with my 13-year-old, volunteering, doing a lot of fundraising, doing everything really I could to participate in this election cycle here in the United States of America. And like so many of you, I sobbed tears of sweet relief when the election results were finally announced. And then within an hour after crying my eyes out, especially with my 13-year-old, I fell into a sense of dread because I knew that this presidency, this administration, this 45s administration would not go down without a fight. And sure enough, here we are in the midst of millions of dollars of lawsuits which are being thrown out on the daily from the Trump administration trying to say that this election was stolen. I do not hide my political views or my progressive values from you as my listeners. This election cycle is different than anything I've ever seen since the day I was born 47 years ago. I just had my 47th birthday on November 2nd. And this election was not just about politics. This election was about a humanitarian crisis that we're having here at the border with now 666 children that um, whose parents, they can't find them because they've been deported. And the fact that the administration did the separation policy and then didn't even have the uh, grace and humanitarian kindness and compassion to do an Excel spreadsheet to track where parents were going blows my mind. What is happening with racial injustices in this country and the way the Trump administration has not handled that blows my mind. The handling of this horrible pandemic and the financial crisis that has ensued has blown my mind. So I hope you're following me on Instagram at Amy Ehlers Coach, on Facebook at Amy Ehlers Coach, and on Twitter at Amy Ehlers where I am definitely sharing my progressive values. I do not view this as political issues anymore. I really view it as humanitarian issues. And I'm very relieved that Kamala and Joe Biden were elected. And I can't wait for January 20th when they'll be inaugurated. And I hope that at that point, I can really finally let my breath fully return to its rightful place of feeling some calmness in my nervous system. But until then, I'll continue to speak out and speak up for what I believe is right. And I understand that I lose followers every time I do that, but that's okay. If you're a listener that is aligned with my progressive values, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I am always going to be talking about my progressive values and my activism work. And I hope that I can inspire you to do the same because I think we need more and more people, especially white privileged people speaking out the best they can about what their belief systems are and hoping to change the hearts and minds of so many other white privileged people who are not expressing those values. 
So I'll do my part. I hope that you will do your part. And this episode today about not only taking a seat at the leadership table, but really having a voice at the leadership table is so incredibly important. And today's episode is inspired by an incredible study that was published by Brigham Young University called When Women Don't Speak and When Women Speak. And I will put a link to this study in the show notes, again, which can be found at amyaylorshow.com forward slash 415. So the thing that I find so interesting about this study, about not just having a seat at the leadership table, but speaking up, being able to have a voice at the leadership table is so fascinating and honestly alarming. So this study was done at... Um, by researchers um, Christopher Karpalwitz and Olga Stoddard, and um, run by a gender think tank at BYU called the Gender and Civic Engagement Lab. And here's the short and long of the study. Even though both women and women reported loving their groups, because of the study's findings, the program will not put a woman alone on a team of men again. Let me say this because, let me say this one more time, because of the study's findings, the program will not put a woman alone on a team of men again, because what happens when women are, are outnumbered on a team is having a seat at the table does not mean having a voice at the table. Here's the quote by priests. Women are systematically seen as less authoritative and their influence is systemically lower and they're speaking less. And when they're speaking up, they're not being listened to as much, and they are being interrupted more. So this goes beyond study groups, which is what this study was particularly um, focused on. This goes around group-level decision-making. And the thing that I find so interesting about this study is that when women were put in study groups that were predominantly men, where they were outnumbered by men, they were interrupted more, and they spoke up less. Women's involvement changes group behavior and it changes outcomes. So the gender differences, as this study said, were nothing short of dramatic. So each of these studies groups had a group of five. And so you would think that if there's a group of five, that each member would have about 20% of the time of the floor. But that is absolutely not true. And it took not just a female majority, but a super majority, meaning four out of the five, for women to finally speak their proportionate talking time. At best, outnumbered women in the study spoke three quarters of the time a man spoke. On average, women spoke just two thirds as much as a man. And missing voices means missing perspectives. Missing voices means missing perspectives. So when, and when in a study group, when women were the only one, and it was in these groups of five, when it was four men and one woman, a lone female spoke the least. But here's the thing that's interesting. If a man was in a group with all women and just one man, a lone male, nothing would hold that man back. So here's the quote. Men are willing and eager to jump into conversations, and they come up with a level of confidence where they just expect themselves to be influential. They go for it no matter what. And this is so fascinating to me, how it takes a super majority, 
in order for women to have equal speaking time, a super majority. And when men are outnumbered by this huge amount, when they're the lone male, doesn't matter to them. They'll still speak and have their voices heard. So I want you to really think about this in your own life. Where are you letting yourself not have a voice? Maybe you have a seat at the table, but you're not actually speaking up. And I know this is incredibly hard for women. We suffer so much from what I call the imposter illusion. I'm going to be doing a call specifically about the imposter illusion, which you can check out at amyaylorshow.com forward slash imposter. That's amyaylorshow.com forward slash imposter. I'm going to be doing a full call dedicated to what I call the imposter illusion coming up in December and early December. And I would love for you to come on that free class with me. I'm going to really break it down about how much the imposter illusion holds women back and specifically give you three keys to overcoming the imposter illusion, that feeling like you're a fraud, that you don't belong at the tables where you are. The other thing about this study is it points out how women are routinely interrupted. And I thought during the vice presidential debate, this was so beautifully illustrated by Mike Pence and Kamala Harris. And I loved it when she would put up her hand and say, excuse me, I'm talking. How much power did Kamala have when she would say, excuse me, I'm talking to stop that interruption. This handles, handle, this happens routinely to women. Put a woman alone with four men, and this study found that 70% of the interruptions she receives from men are negative. Compare that with having four women in the room, just 20% of the interruptions women receive from men are negative. To quote the study, when women have the numbers, quote, men undergo a drastic change they become far less aggressive. So there's an argumentative way that women are cut off with, I don't think so, or that's not right. And they just really sap the authority of the speaker. But really, these negative interruptions are tied to gender composition. So it is so important for us as women to not only have a seat at the table, but to raise our voices And I want you to really look at how this plays out in your own life, whether it's around the dinner table, right? We're coming up on Thanksgiving here in the United States, which I have very mixed feelings about this holiday, knowing that we are on stolen land from indigenous peoples. And I love the idea of a holiday where we are celebrating and giving thanks for what we have and gratitude for what we have. So in the spirit of that part of the holiday, I love it. And you might be sitting around the dinner table, I hope safely with people in your pod, by the way. And maybe it is a male-dominated table. Maybe people, you know, really allow the patriarchy to play out at your Thanksgiving table. And what would it be like for you to take a stand for it not playing out that way? What would it be like for you to really speak up at the Thanksgiving table this year? Or maybe it's on Zoom meetings for work and you realize that you're getting interrupted a lot. And this is why it can be so powerful in a group dynamic to actually have timed someone with a timer going around the circle, if it's a small group, giving equal speaking time to every person in the group. A simple structure like that 
can completely change the dynamic of what is happening in that group, especially when we're on Zoom calls. So I really encourage you to take a look at how this is playing out in your own life. How is this playing out in your own life? And how can you not only have a seat at the table, but have a voice at the table? So I hope that you will check out the study. Again, the link is at amyaylorshow.com forward slash 415. I'm also going to put a link out to my upcoming Imposter Illusion, an online class that I'm giving for free where I'm going to reveal the three keys to shaking that not enough and fraud feeling. And you can again find that at amyaylorshow.com forward slash imposter. And I am sending you off with so much love. I hope that you are also on my email list, which if you sign up for the imposter illusion class, you'll get on there. You can always join my email list at wakeupcallcoach.com. And I'm going to be sending out a gratitude meditation that I send out every year for Thanksgiving to help you infuse your body with gratitude. So with that, I'm sending you off with so much love. Until next time, have a beautiful day and keep embracing the messiness and the magic of life.